Thanks for listening to the Best of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weeknight from 10 p.m. to 2 a.m. Eastern, 7 to 11 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every night on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. This is the Best of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon on Fox Sports Radio. Oh, that is us. Good evening, everybody. He's VJ Husky. I'm Marty Spanier. We're in for the guys. Jason Smith and his best friend, Mike Harmon, as we're broadcasting live from the TireRack.com studios. TireRack.com will help you get there. An unmatched selection, fast free shipping, free road hazard protection, and over 10,000 recommended installers. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. How you doing, VJ Husky, tonight? My man big Arne. what's up play i'm doing outstanding man i'm ready to rock man for the next four hours filling in for uh jason smith and his best friend mike Harmon. No, it's bad his best friend, yes. friend mike Harmon. so no go. i'm yeah, doing outstanding go. man you know the guys are like do you want to you know sign into the studio so you can see vj and see us i'm like no not really I know what I don't VJ know. Looks I like. don't know. Yeah, I don't know yeah. why. I don't know why yeah. you would not want to look at yeah. me, but whatever. You're, you're a stunning whatever. looking guy. No, whatever. You're, you're a good looking guy. No problem. I'm just like, no, I, I really don't need to. I'm, I think it's, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm just wearing a sweatshirt. You guys like to dress up there in LA. I'm sure you're wearing three piece suits and all that, but I'm like, no, I, I really don't need to see you guys. I, I know what you look like. I'm one time's enough for me. I, I can go on the internet and see what you look nah, like. Nah, no you know? three piece suit. Just a, a fresh designer tee, man. A little jewelry draped around in that little watch on and stuff. You're you know, into the bling. Fresh. No, you are into the yes, bling. I, yes. I want people to know that. Yes, I, I like what, to drape myself. Give out your, right, right off the bat, give out your Twitter handle or your X handle, whatever it is. Uh, they can give You're, me at Twitter, uh, the Big Vanilla Funny. Big Vanilla Funny, man, on Twitter, and also the, the Big Vanilla Funny on Instagram. Why that? Could you make it any longer? What is up with oh, that? Oh, man, listen, I... listen. Don't start with me. You're the reason why. You're the reason why I changed my Twitter handle before from Husky Entertainment. Here I am with two LLCs, building my own brand, getting good work and good hours here, good shows here. Got our own show, Martin and VJ, on Saturdays from 4 to 7. Really it, it advancing my career. So I said, okay, do, do the business thing. Get some LLCs. So on your social media, you want the LLC to kind of, you know, grow. So Husky Entertainment, but Husky ENT, because entertainment was too long. They let me put it there. And you you killed me for my I Twitter. Did. You I openly did. said, I hate your Twitter. But, yeah, get him at Husky. <laughs> See, I'm like, man. So I went back. I said, okay, you know what? Fine. He's an OG. Yeah, he yeah. probably knows. <laughs> so I, I listen, you know me. I listen to OGs, man. When OGs say something, even if it's harsh, you probably should take it in and do something with it. So I said, okay, I'm doing this whole big vanilla funny thing with my stand-up comedy and my films and stuff. So I might as well just make it that. And what's funny is it's grown since it went to big vanilla funny. So. You helped that. You know what I was, you know, I did a segment a long time ago when I first got the Phoenix called Make Me Famous, you know, or Make Me Rich. <laughs> we we got to get you somehow. If anybody's listening and you can get VJ in the movies or stand up or anything like that, I told yeah. you I did a, a nude scene in one of the American Pie. I'm not, no, I'm not kidding around. Said, no, I remember the conversation yeah. we had. Yeah. I, I did a nude scene in one of the uh, offshoots of American Pie. I was supposed to be in Final Destination. Um, that was my biggest 
Chris Regret when I was out in L.A. I didn't do enough movies and stuff. So, um, But anyway, we got a lot to get to. There's a lot of sports going on. We're going to be here four hours. Bernie Fratto will be our insider from Las Vegas. He's going to join us next hour. Uh, we'll have a lot to get there. The Sager will join us a little bit later on in hour number three. We got the bonus hour. We got a lot of football to get to. Yes. You know, obviously preseason week two. Before we even get to that, I texted you earlier today because obviously we know a couple weeks ago Miami lost Jalen Ramsey for, if not the whole season, better part of the season. He'll be and back Taren, in December, yeah. Now Armstead, Terran Armstead goes down today and I immediately went to uh, text you and said, that's it. See, season's See, over. Season over. over. All O-V-E-R with the space in between each letter. Uh, I go, it's over. And of course, Plank, uh, my partner on Sunday, texted me and, and you know, he was giving me a rough time. Um, thank goodness, though, he's not going to need surgery. But um, what kind of Dolphin fan are you, man? That could have been a major injury. I hate Dolphin fans that are like, oh, no big deal, no big deal. It's not going to, you know, man, that would have been a big deal, man. We're going down one at a time. It's killing me, you know? It's, it's killing me. The reason why it's no big deal because we didn't know what the injury was yet. And when other players speak and talk and they go, look, he, I talked to him and he said he's fine. He's just, it was a Tariq Hill. Tariq yeah. Hill said, yeah, he told me, look, he said, I'm but he got carted school. off. I it, was going to start They crying. do that. They do that. That's, that's all precaution now. Carting off five years in and in previous, that meant something really bad. I think over the last five years in the NFL, especially in training camps, we've seen so many carding offs, and it's a bruised knee, a, a strained calf. It was Joe Burrow was carded off. It was a calf, right, right. right, it, it, right, was, right. it was a calf. And I think now that, he had a serious. That's going to keep him out for a while. I, Who knows I know, but that? I still think now that. Where they're doing bigger contracts, there's more money. There's you know the league is a lot more fragile. You can't hit full pads all the time. Now every precaution for every dollar and red penny you put into a player, I see franchises now all adopting the same thesis of no no no. Hey, hey can you stand up? Don't worry about it. Get the car. What's the car guy there for? You sitting over there in the in the shade drinking Gatorade? Get 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 over here. Get pick up our our star franchise quarterback, two hundred plus million, and let's wheel him in. And let's no no walk in no. So I think when we hear carted off, people panic. But now when we hear carted off, it's okay. Let's just see what it is, guys. They cart everybody off. Well, That's this why was I more told you. That. Come on, this season's was not than, over. VJ, it was it was a little bit more than that. At least it seemed like it. They were talking. The first thing they said was good news. He's not going to need surgery. Yeah. Like, whoa, whoa, surgery. Hey, hey, gotta slow down here. I I thought you were going to tell me okay. It's just going to be a couple of weeks. Uh, you started scaring me when you're using the S word like that and, <laughs> and to throw down surgery. I, the S word. I, I, it, it didn't occur to me that that's what it was going to be. You know what I mean? I was, but I did get a little nervous because um, that would have been a death blow to Miami. That that could have been really bad um, if they would have gone, gone ahead and lost him. You know what I mean? That would have hurt. Yeah, that would have hurt tremendously. We know that. I, I've been telling everybody all summer long, I'm tempering my expectations for my beloved Miami Dolphins. And oh, that's no. For one, no, no. It's no, for see, one that's reason. What, no, I, Listen, that's, why, let, that's why I hate you. Let I'm me sorry. explain. Yeah. I know. I know you hate I me. Know, I, I know, I know you hate me and love me at the same time. It's cool. <laughs> <laughs> it's like being it's like being mid and, and a dime at the same time. You know what I'm saying? It, it, it works for some people. But what, what I'm realizing this year is we are solid as any roster in the league at every single level on the field except right. the offensive line. 
right. they've tried. And they've tried to fix it. When we went and got Armstead, people have to remember, he only played nine games the previous year. So he had already had some injury questions when he was in New Orleans. But what, what were you going to do if you're Miami? You need a tackle. He's the big fish in a free agent. If we don't go get him, our line's even worse than it was coming into that next season than it was the previous year. Austin Jackson, former number 18 overall pick, first round at a USC, who I saw my own eyes. He never, Arnie, jumped off the field to me. There was never a time I went to a USC game and watched Austin Jackson play tackle and go, man, he's mauling. Oh, man, look how he's giving the quarterback so much time. So when he went in the first round, I it was like a – Almost like a Scooby-Doo <laughs> reaction, like, uh, okay, we do need a lineman. We do have two first-round picks. You're spending the late team one on a lineman. Oh, okay, yeah, you can put the film, the highlights on and show me all the good stuff, of course. But, all right, so that's been a problem with him. Uh, um, the kid out of Notre Dame, it, it's just been a turnstile, and we need arms that there because he plays that left side and he's got to help protect Tua this year with the concussion stuff. We had no choice but to go get the guy. But this is what he is. He missed time last year, Arnie. You know, I was going to say, I, I and we'll get to some stuff that we're looking forward to in, in week two of the preseason, but I was uh, I was a little bit in tears there when I saw the Jets uh, get Dalvin Cook. I'm like, oh, no, that that closes the gap. I don't care what they say about running backs, and it's not worth a half a point or any, any baloney on that. That that closed the gap a little bit more. You know, I thought the Dolphins uh, and the Bills were the two teams that were going to fight it out for the division. Uh, now I'm, I'm, I'm thinking maybe it could be a three-team race. All I know is that the Patriots will be in last place for sure. Uh, I don't care if they sign Ezekiel. Uh, we'll get to that later on. But I didn't like the Dalvin Cook signing for being a Miami fan. That that really, really helped the Jets, you know? The one fan I won't be is the fan that wanted him. And then when he signed somewhere else, it's like, oh, I didn't want him anyway. I made sure <laughs> that I put my, my opinions out on my show and other shows and platforms leading up to it. When free agency first started and, he, and we knew he was going to get let go by Minnesota. I said, okay, when he let when he gets let go, we're gonna cut Byron Jones. That's gonna save us the 31 million. We'll have some money to play other players, and he's a guy they should go get. But as time went on and as he went to visit Miami and there was a deal that supposedly was out there, then Boomer Esiason puts out that there's been a $7 million deal on the table for him in Minnesota. Like, Minnesota wanted to bring him back, just not at the price that he wanted. So he had another deal in, a, um, you know, supposedly the Miami deal that was out there. But as time goes on, Arnie, you have to be with the team. You got to be in the playbook. You got to be with the guys. You got you to gotta form the camaraderie. And as time continued to grow on, and then when he went up to the Jets camp, it's like, I got on radio and you know what, look, I would still love to have him, but if you're not going to sign by now, we're about to start. Like, we, we got to get going. We can't wait on you. I like our running back room. I like Moster. I like Wilson. And this kid, A-Chain, this kid out of Texas A&M. Yeah, I hear about that. You know, Plank was telling me about man, that. Yeah, man, I'm, I'm, hoping, I'm hoping. He could be Chris Johnson if you remember who CJ2K was for the Titans. He has that type of breakaway speed, that type of balance. And he's, every coach, every player is praising him. Now, I know it's training camp. He looked great in the preseason game. Now, every time he touched the ball, you can see the first step explosion. He's like a Porsche. He goes, he don't go one, two, three, four. He goes one, three, five. He's that type of speed, which fits what we do there. So uh, they can have him, man. And 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 I'm not. I'm a Florida State kind of side chick fan. Michigan's my team, but I've always had a side crush on Florida State. So I liked him, and I was a fan when he's in Minnesota. So I'm not gonna wish him bad. They, listen, take him. I still think we're a better football team. I think the Jets are in trouble because of their offensive line, and I think their defense can't replicate what it did last year. But we'll we'll find all that out. But as far as Dalvin Cook is concerned. 
I uh, it, it's cool. He wanted to go there. He took the most money. Obviously, you know what it also told me, Arnie, that Miami didn't offer him that contract. Because if they didn't right, offer him right, that right. contract, he'd have been signed in Miami. So maybe it was four or five million somewhere in that range, and he was just waiting to get a better deal. You know, Jet struck the deal with him. So, you know, you know, hats off. Kudos. So he or got his money. So I'm never mad at a brother for getting his bread. I, I, I don't think it's because they were going to get Jonathan Taylor or anything like that. Or nah, maybe there was a backup nah. plan. That, so I was, I, I thought maybe they were, maybe they're just happy with what they have. Like you're happy with the running back situation. Yeah, I like our, I like our running back room because at the end of the day, if you can't block, it doesn't matter who's it running back. So unless our line gets better, shows improvement, we it doesn't. Yeah, he'll make some plays himself, but you can't live off that for 18 games, 17 games. Excuse me, you can't live off that. He's not Barry Sanders. He's not Bo Jackson. You know what I'm saying? Like those guys can live off a career of making plays on their own whenever they had to do it. Good line or bad line, he he's not that guy. So unless our line blocks, then <laughs> even the backs we got are in trouble. By the way, Twitter, the best way to get a hold of us during the show at Big Vi- There you, I, I screwed it up already. At Big, Big Vanilla Funny. There you go. See, you need to change that. Man. Oh God, here you know. I'm not. I'm not changing. I'm not changing again. That's it. Why, why didn't you just go with something like at VJ or something like that? Yours is stinking genius. Like come one, on, stinking genius one. But one, all you yeah. have to do is put in a couple letters, and it comes in right away. You know what I mean? Oh uh, well, it, you know, people are too lazy to there. scroll. That's not my problem. Uh, by the way, Cleveland leads Philadelphia. The only game tonight, 18-10. Do you get into preseason? Do you watch this? Because Plank, um, he's one of those guys like, ah, I get off my lawn. It means nothing. I don't care. Jason Martin, when I filled in last uh, Saturday, I think it was, uh-huh. he's, he's like, no, it means nothing. I don't care. It's boring. You know, and, you know, it, it, he was just so anti-preseason. And um, I'm I'm probably the uh, completely the other way. I, I put probably a little bit more stock in it than I should, but I yeah. love watching it. I like it. You yeah, know? me too. I watch. I DV, as you know, I'm the DVR king here you at Fox are, Sports yeah. Radio. I watch every every preseason game at least until deep in the fourth quarter because I'm a guy that likes to be ahead of the curve on certain players, and I like to find twos. Twos that you can talk about in August and September that these teams will need in December and January because injuries are inevitable. So there's some twos I've seen. I'm like, hey, man, that backup linebacker right there, they, they lose a linebacker, they're okay because that kid can slot right in and play. You see things like that in preseason. That's why I'm I'm, I'm, uh, I'm committed to it. All right, that's crazy. That's crazy. You know, you're like Plank, but in college, uh, Plank watches all the you know the college games and he does the Oklahoma yeah, so do stuff. Yep. Um, that's crazy. Though, oh, yeah. So. I, I watch anywhere. I'm DVR. I watch anywhere from eight to nine college games a Saturday. Easily. Oh, yeah, the college Easily. I'm on it. Yeah, I'm watching all the games. Yep. I got the all setup. I'm I'm all in on that. Uh, by the way, uh, this segment brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Progressive makes bundling easy and affordable. Get a multi-policy discount by combining your motorcycle, your RV, boat, ATV, and more. All your protection in one place. Bundle and save at Progressive.com. He's VJ Husky. I'm Artie Spanier. When we get back, I want to talk about some of the running back signings and what's going on with Jonathan Taylor, what's going on uh, with Kareem Hunt, what's going on with Josh Jacobs and some of the other guys out there. Uh, We'll get to that all coming up next right here on Fox Sports Radio. Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Oh, that is us. Good evening, everybody. We're broadcasting live 
from the TireRack.com studios. TireRack.com will help you get there. Unmatched selection, fast free shipping, free road hazard protection, and over 10,000 recommended installers. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. He's VJ Husky. I'm Marty Spann. You're in for the guys tonight, as you heard. Jason Smith and his best friend, Mike Harmon. They were filling in earlier today uh, for... Uh, Gottlieb, who was, I think, filling in for Dan Patrick. So that means, well, that means we're we're filling in for Dan Patrick. So I like to make myself feel better, VJ. You know what I'm saying? It makes me kind of feel good about myself. So. Yeah, but you know what, though, man? You, one, one thing I love about being here and being part of the family is we all cover each other, man. We've all done so You and I have done. We were talking on the phone yesterday or two days ago, verbally talking. This, is, this has got to be like our eighth or ninth show. I would think together. And but you've we, been around a while now. You've been around yeah, when you told me what four, five years. Yeah, five years. I'm coming up on. I'm, I'm coming like, up get on out of here. Yeah, Seemed like well, I thought it was like one year or something like <laughs> nah, that. Get I, out of I here. started coming in, man, just to observe Mike Hill and um, Kurt Morrison on Sunday. Oh, that's right. I yep, remember I was that. Just, Mike was like, "Hey, come on down, come come check it out." And you know, then they let me speak one time, and then I get two minutes, and then okay, I get a little more, and then I get a little more, and then <laughs> it starts to grow. It's like stand up, right? My first stand up I ever did in my life. It was a two minute set. The guy was like, "Yeah." I'll put you on you got two minutes i'm like damn two minutes oh oh wow okay my jokes aren't that quick but I'll, I'll go and then now i can do 45 minutes an hour on stage so it grows man but yeah five years bro uh i, I, I one of our fraternity brothers uh was a big like stand-up comic and an actor um in hollywood and he ended up quitting our fraternity uh because him and i got into a fist fight did you so. win no he actually picked up a ch- him and his buddy they picked up a chair and hit me over the head with it and what did you prong- do to deserve that? <laughs> and what if one of the prongs caught me in the eye and cut me and I had blood all over my face? And then his buddy reached into my mouth and tried to rip my face apart. What? Yeah. <laughs> How many shots of Jaeger bombs then, did you guys and, do? And then they sort of like bite my chest and <laughs> oh stuff my like God. that. How many boilerbreakers did you guys have? I had bite marks all over what me. What the oh, hell? It was, it, was, it was a mess, man. You're tough, though, man. Your son plays hockey, so I know your son's tough. And if you're, if, Let me tell you something, man. Sons are cut from their dad we know i'm a father of a son sons are cut from their dad when a guy plays hockey i know you got a tough dad because you got to be tough to play hockey yeah i want to see i first my wife had my kid in the figure skating i'm like no 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 that's not happening my friend we got to get him out of the figure skating and the hockey not, not that there's anything wrong with figure skating I feel, come on bro you know yeah. i feel you man we don't yeah. have to do the variables our fans <laughs> our fan our fans know how we get down in fox sports radio i know what you mean bro so not that there's anything wrong with that. All right, Bernie Frado going to join us in about 20 past the hour. We'll go yes. live to Vegas, start talking about what we could expect as the season. It's just right around the corner, you know, just three preseason games. I don't want to sound like an old man. What would you do with yourself if you had to go through six preseason games like I had to do uh, back in the day? 14-game season, six preseason games. Think about that for a second. Yeah. Um, that, I mean, look, I used to go to one as a kid. I used to say the Rams used to play the Dallas Cowboys, the L.A. Times uh, game every year and if you had like a coupon from the newspaper and like two cans of Pepsi or something like that you got into the game and that's like the one game I because we couldn't really afford to go that was like the one game we did every year um, but six preseason games that's crazy you know what I mean that's, that's, that's terrible yeah but you're OG man so I mean you, at least you could tell that story I come from the era of um, I come. I was born in '77, so I come from the era of 15 to 15 to 16 games and four preseason games. So now that it's three, now think about where we are now, Arnie. We're at the spot now where some starters they're not going to play any preseason games. I don't think any Dolphin real starters 
especially on offense, are going to play any preseason game. Mahomes is going to play two series uh, this week, uh, tomorrow. Yeah, but that's that's because his coach is Andy Reid. Andy Reid has always done that. The one thing, like Miami, for instance, is we're both Dolphin fans, and I know Jason is a big uh, Jet fan, so I know they're they're pissed here about all the Dolphin stuff we're talking tonight. That's cool. But, dude, to be honest with you, I wouldn't play him. I wouldn't play two in the preseason. No, I, I agree. I, I wouldn't well, play two in the preseason. What, even, not even like one series no, just to get a game no, rhythm or no, something No, like no, 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 no. You got, listen, you have 17 games to get rhythm. Because he's not getting hit in practice, you know That's that, fine. Right? That's fine. That's fine. Because of his, because of his history, I'm cool with that. <laughs> because of his history, so you t- so you want him to take a bump in a preseason game and get a concussion and be out six weeks? No, but not you. you. I'm, I'm sp- just speaking no, of generalities. I say that, but 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 you know, if we're going to start doing that game, VJ, if you're going to start telling me that it could happen on just one hit in the preseason, then I'm due for failure. If if, if we're going to start walking on eggshells hey. every time this guy's going to get hit, then there's going to be a problem this year. You can't be you know treating him like he's in bubble wrap. He's a quarterback in the NFL. You are going to get hit a little bit now. Tom Brady learned later on his career, most of his career, how to get rid of the ball quickly, and Tua will learn that, but he's still going to get hit. You understand that, right? I, I do. I completely understand it, but I'd much rather him get hit between week 1 and 17 than get hit in a preseason game with a second a second or third string lineman we're, we're, we're checking out. Now, Armstead's out now, right? So you're going to be even playing even deeper offensive linemen in these preseason games against the fifth round draft pick or the undrafted rookie on the end that's trying to make that other squad's team. So he don't give a damn about your line and how bad it is and if that's Tua back there, he coming to get a spot and get a paycheck every Tuesday like the rest of the NFL players do. So that that's the way my mind looks at things and goes at it. Like, yeah, you could get him in for a serious... Dude, just wait until the regular season. If him, Waddle, Tariq, the backs, if they don't know what they're doing by now, then we're, we got a problem. By, by the way, just uh, uh, because we're on the subject of you know offensive linemen, what, what happens if the Jets get uh, Bakhtiari from Green Bay? Is that going to happen? That, my, my goodness, that that's really going to make me sick. You no, know. And listen, I much rather our division. I'll be honest with you, man. I hope the Bills, the Jets. And the Patriots tie all 17 games. I don't even want them to win. I hope they tie every day because that was like, damn, we didn't win, but we didn't lose. Like, yeah, y'all really suck because y'all just stuck in the middle. You don't know what you are. You're 0 0 and 17. That's what I wish would happen. It but, is the, quickly becoming one of the toughest divisions in football. Yes, you know? that's where I'm going. I hope, though, honestly, I hope this thing comes down to the last two weeks. I hope all four of these teams, even someone that's sitting at seven wins, but they're going to play a division rival that within the last two weeks so they can mess it up for somebody else that's going to help it for somebody. I need that in the AFC East. It doesn't matter to me what everybody else finishes at. I just want the Dolphins to win the division. I don't care if we go 12-5 and five and the Bills go 11-6. and six. I don't, It doesn't matter. 12 is more than 11. So I'll take that. And it was a push all year long. That prepares you for the playoffs. I think kind of when you, when you cakewalk through your division and teams are bad – and you could kind of relax the last four or five weeks. I've just other than the Patriots in the past, that kind of, in my opinion, man, that can do a team in. I've seen it too many times. You get too relaxed, and now you got to go to the playoffs, and now you got to ramp it back up. You can't just cut it off and cut it on. This is the first time in a couple of years, like the Bills are not like the overwhelming favorite in that division. Yeah, uh, I mean they are the favorite, but I, I know a lot of people picking the Dolphins, and certainly a lot of people jumping on the Jets bandwagon as a little bit of a long shot to win that division. Uh, VJ. Yep, and when you have Bill Belichick, and listen, I'm not going to doubt Bill. When you got Bill Belichick, first of all, that defense is good. That defense is very good. Their defensive backfield might be one of the top three defensive backfields in all of football. So they're going to be in every game. They didn't get. Hand- 
hand. They didn't get their ass handed to them week after week last year. They were in every game and beat some teams that they probably shouldn't have beat, but also lost to some teams they shouldn't have lost to. But you cut a Patriot game on, it's 9-3 in the third quarter. It's 10-7, it's 10-6. It's going to be a defensive struggle. You're not going to blow Belichick's defenses off the field. I think Matt Jones is trash. I don't think he's a good NFL quarterback or going to be a good NFL quarterback. And there's the problem. Your best receiver is one of our old guys. Your best tight end is one of our old guys. So you got recycled guys, and you just signed Zeke. Like, have fun. But I think they have a great offensive line, and they have a really good defense in New England. So they're still going to win seven games, in my opinion, seven, eight games. You want to tweet us big vanilla, funny, I'm a stinking genius. One, all right, I'll tell you what I want to do here. I want to get to some of the intriguing names at quarterback, and there's a lot, especially a lot of young quarterbacks this year. I want to get your take on what kind of sure. year you think they're going to have. And I want to start with Brock Purdy. First of all, he is going to be the starter. I mean, I'm, I'm nothing earth-shattering here, right? He's going to. I assume he's going to go ahead and be the starter. Look, I know what a run he had last year, and that's truly remarkable when you could be the last pick in what, the NFL draft and do what he did. Yeah, it, it came out of nowhere, or maybe we're just not good at judging quarterbacks. I don't know what it is, but doesn't it catch up to him? I mean, sure, you can't keep winning it at that pace, but. Is he that good? I mean, did we all just miss the boat on this one? And he's really that good as, like, everybody missed the boat on, on Tom Brady? What are you thinking about Brock Purdy this year? Nobody misses the boat on the last NFL draft pick. Tom Brady was pick 199. We get that. But that's an anomaly. It hasn't happened a lot. And Tom Brady is the is the exception to the rule. What I think happens with Brock Purdy, I think he's either injured or he's benched by week 10. Ooh. Yeah, I now remember I watch a ton of college football. Certainly Brock not Purdy, for Trey Lance, are yeah, you? Saying? Well, I mean, you're not. You may not have a choice. And, and let me explain. When the NFL, the one thing I love about the NFL is you can have these little runs. But in the off season, all defensive coordinators and defensive coaches do is watch film. They watch film. They learn your tendencies. They watch you. They get film on you. Then no one had tape on them. So, of course, it, and, and it fits with the Shanahan system because it pushes more the narrative that it's a quarterback-friendly offense. It's a Well, no, nobody had tape on it. It wasn't that quarterback-friendly because even though Garoppolo, and I defended Garoppolo, did get you to a Super Bowl, when if you had to replace Garoppolo from him tearing his knee up from running out of bounds and not even being hit, your team went down the toilet. So let's not act like that didn't happen. But when I look at Brock Purdy, I look at a guy, there's a reason why you were drafted L.A. I watched you at Iowa State. I know exactly who you are. But now that teams have tape on you, Pete Carroll's defense twice. You have Arizona's defense twice. But he still have, earned to be the but he still earned the right to be the starter, uh, right? No? What, what Trey Lance? The reason I know, and, and that's why and see, that's yeah. why I can't emphatically say no. But it's almost by default because Trey Lance got hurt last year. So if Trey Lance doesn't get hurt, but he looks plays, horrible now. It he plays, looks miserable. I don't, I don't think. I don't think he looks horrible. I don't think he looks horrible. I saw ten. I saw eleven of 15, 144 for a touch. He was sacked four times. I watched the game twice. I went back and watched the game because he was getting killed on television. He was right. getting killed on the talk Destroyed, show. Right. So I said, okay, let me go back and watch. It's like two nights ago, at like two in the morning. So let me go back to my DVR. Let me just watch to see if I didn't miss, if I missed something. There were two sacks that were his fault. But and there the, were also the touchdown two sacks. Was missed, but it should have been intercepted, right? Well, it should have been intercepted, but right. should have, could have, would have. I mean, if, well, if I mean, yeah. if, if was an eighth, we all be high, right? So <laughs> it, it, at the end of the day, I I don't do the if ands and the contractions. You know what I'm saying? I'm not worried about those, but. I, you spent so much on Lance. That's the problem. You spent so much on Lance. There wasn't a lot of tape on him. He didn't play a lot of college football. He's only got eight. He played games. I think he's played eight games and has four starts. 
You cannot give up on a number three overall pick this soon with four starts under his belt. You you just can't do that. And they know they can't. They gave up too much for him, Arnie. So you can't get anything for him right now. Exactly. Like third, third, fourth round pick. Uh, I don't if, think if I don't I was about that. to say I don't think you get a third round pick. Would you yeah. okay, a GM Arnie Spanier, you giving a third round pick for Trey Lance right now? No, well the only difference is I'm getting him at what real cheap we're talking money. I'm not I'm not giving up but, a third round for him right now. No, I'm not, I'm not, but that's the only one appealing thing to me right now is that, and plus, if I want to resign him, it's not going to cost the King's ransom. But you're right. I, I don't want to give him a third round, but the, no. th- those those are two of the pluses right now, VJ. Yeah, not only that, if you look at Vegas, has San Francisco set at 10.5 wins at a minus right. 155 and a plus 125. I, I think San Francisco slips back a little bit this year because of the quarterback the division's situation. division's too easy, though. That division. uh, Seattle wins the division. Seattle wins that division. Pete Carroll and and I've dumped on him. Jim Zord's not walking through that door. I, I, I know, but they have they got Geno Smith. They got two running backs now. That kid Zach Charbonnet. I called his high school games. Uh, for Oaks Christian and Westlake out here in California. When him and Kayvon Thibodeau was on that same team, Kayvon Thibodeau, number one ranked player that year in high school, went off to Oregon, now the the man on the defensive line for the New York Giants. Zarbonet goes to uh, Michigan, transfers back to UCLA. They pick him up. That was after drafting Walker out of Michigan State last year. So they have two horses at the running back position. They have 2,000-yard receivers. Both those guys went over 1,000 yards last year, both of their receivers. That defense, Pete Carroll's done it again. Fifth round, fourth round, sixth round, undrafted guy. Look at these Look at these defenders, he's, this defense he's putting together again right now. I think they're primed for 12 wins. They're going to win that division. Yeah, but everybody's getting four wins against Arizona and the Rams, right? Those teams are just absolutely uh, I, I, I'm going to be honest with you, man. I'm still trying to figure the Rams out. I really am. I just I don't know where to go because I think McVay was mentally out. I know Aaron Donald did an interview where Aaron Donald said himself, he was retired mentally and then started kind of getting pulled on to come back and play, started missing it. And you, OG, man, you know one of the like cardinal rules of sports. When you start talking verbally about retirement, what are you, Arnie? You're retired. Yeah, pretty much Once you start talking about it. So he came back last year, then kind of had the injuries. They were like, okay, take it out for a year. I were to retire last year if I was him. I just don't know quarterback position, right? I mean, Stafford got you the ring, but he's he's now a year older. He was hurt last year. Is McVay really, you know, engaged? I have no idea where to go with the Rams, man. So – they could they could be fighting for Caleb. That's right across the uh, the the one ten and the one hundred five down Figueroa playing for USC. Yeah, uh, VJ Husky Arnie Spanier, uh, of course, brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Progressive makes bundling easy and affordable. Get a multi policy discount by combining your motorcycle, RV, boat, ATV, and more. All your protection just in one place. Bundle and save at Progressive dot com. Who's coming up next? Our buddy Bernie Fratto live from Las Vegas. We'll talk to Bernie, VJ Husky, Arnie Spanier. In for the guys, Jason Smith and his best friend, Mike Harmon, right here on Fox Sports Radio. Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific. Hey, it's me, Rob Parker. Check out my weekly MLB podcast, Inside the Parker, for 22 minutes of piping hot baseball talk featuring the biggest names and newsmakers in the sport. Whether you believe in analytics or the eye test, we've got all the bases covered. New episodes drop every Thursday, so do yourself a favor and listen to Inside the Parker with Rob Parker on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts. 
Oh, that is us. Good evening, everybody. VJ Husky, Artie Spanier, right here on Fox Sports Radio. We're broadcasting live from the TireRack.com studios. TireRack.com will help you get there. Unmatched selection, fast free shipping, free road hazard protection, over 10,000 recommended installers. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. Quick first half there, VJ. Yes, sir. By the way, any good projects you're working on out there in L.A.? What's going on with your big bad yes, stuff there? Yes, right now we are setting up uh, Vanilla Funny Volume 2, which will be a comedy special Ooh, that I will have you? shot in a uh, three-camera shooting um, event at the Ice House. It looks like it's going to be in October. I would love it to have been for my birthday, which is September 22nd, which falls in on a Friday night, so it would have been dope, but... God's telling me, no, be more patient with it later in the fall. So that's the next big thing I got coming up, man. Plus, planning to shoot. I wrote a short film about two years ago, and I'm trying to put it together now with some other, uh, you know, some other film people, independent film people and stuff. I know they're the big um, uh, strike and stuff's going on, but we're, we're not that important. So we can still get out and shoot our stuff. So a uh, film I feel real powerful about, man, that I wrote from top to bottom by myself. Wow, and it, it, it's you. a short film. It's only about 35 minutes, but it's about visual prejudice. And the way we move through America and we use our eyes before we use our brain. Wow. Yeah. I, I, I threw an idea by you that you like. We, yes, I've, I do. Not, yeah, I've not done anything about it yet, but uh, but you like that one. So yeah. we got to do something about that one also. Yes, absolutely, man. Anytime somebody comes up with comedy or something funny to do, it's like, let's just do it, man. It, it's As long as you're doing it and you're happy about it. You know, there's people going to like it. I, people aren't going to like it. Who cares at the end I, of the day? I got to tell you, you know, again, I always say this. I, I wish I would have taken more advantage of some of the TV uh, situations when I was out in Los Angeles. But well, many years ago, uh, I get a call, and it was the producers from the Maury Povich show. Oh, and, Maury. Yeah, and Maury had an emergency, and they still had to film the shows. They couldn't take the three days off. And they came up with five names that would fill in for Maury. And I was one of them. And they wanted to know if I was interested. I'm like, oh, yes. Yeah. You are not the father. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you you got to pick me. I, I go, oh, yeah. I'm, I'm totally, I'm all in. I get a call back that afternoon. I'm one of two people now down to the selection. Are you, and they want to know, are you all in if we pick you? We got to fly you out to New York, blah, blah, blah. I'm all in. I'm, I'm practicing. You are not the father. They, <laughs> That's all you got to know like, to say. They called me back. They gave it to the producer, who she did a good job for. They She filled in for Maury. But that's like one of my regrets, that I didn't get that one, man. I, I wanted that one bad, man, VJ. I, that would have been my call. I would have loved that one, you know? <laughs> I'm telling you, man. Yeah, I feel you. I, when I first moved out here 18 years ago, I was all gung-ho about film and being an actor and being a star and all this other stuff and I started out getting extra work I was an extra Pirates of the Caribbean 2 I did extra work in Spider-Man 3 which some of the big films and I almost got a part in Boston Legal which was an old wow. uh, yeah which was an old TV show William Shatner that was my first my first audition I got all the way to the third audition of that but then you know as, as life happens man and you started doing other things and I started doing more stand up and then sports talk opened up for me and I was calling high school football games for Fox Sports West and calling these big time 
him Bosco and Modern Day and, you know, Bryce Young, DJ Uyunglele, like calling big time name kids. Wow. And I kind of just fell into that. I mean, yeah, I got I got pulled into that just on a, a humbug. Quick story. A friend of mine calls me one night. He goes, it's a Thursday night. He goes, do you want to call a high school football game tomorrow? And it's like 930 at night. <laughs> and I've never called a game before, but I watch enough sports and this is what I do and this is what I've always wanted to do. I text them right back. When and where? That's all I text back, when and where. I love it. He tells me, it. gives me to school. It's Oaks Christian. I mentioned earlier in the show, Zach Charbonnet is the running back. Uh, Kayvon Thibodeau, who was the number one ranked kid in, in, um, in high school that year, he's the defensive end. So that was my first experience. And I remember driving to the game. He called me. He goes, are you there? Yes, and I'll be there in about 10 minutes. He goes, uh, you want some advice? I said, sure. He goes, just call what you see. He goes, I've, I've done shows Bingo. with you. I've done radio with you. You know this stuff. This is why I, I'm sorry it's last minute. They pay me, I think, like 75 bucks. He's like, I know it's last minute. I'll cash app you. I'll cash app you the, the payment. But I thought you would be great for this, man. I thought it's something you'd be good at. And I just fell in love with it. It's still in money, Bernie. You're going to pay me to go up at the booth and put a headset on and, and, and just talk about the game I'm watching? You're going to pay me to do that? Oh, yeah. sign me up. You know, being in radio is like the old adage, it's better to be lucky than good. Yeah. Uh, you about, you have to be good and lucky. And, I, you know, I, the same way with me. I was I was very lucky. See, this was before there was ESPN radio and Fox radio yep. and all that. There was Streaming, all this all, stuff. Yeah. All before that, there was this one network um, out in Las Vegas. And I was listening to the guy in my house in Los Angeles. And, you know, look, I, I hate to throw, you know, disparaging remarks, but he was awful. And, but I was, but I was listening, you know, my dad and I would listen to the radio. I yeah. spent a lot of time with him back then. And, and it was, and it was just wasn't very good, but we were listening to it. And I said, you know, I'm going to give the, the boss a call over there and ask him if he needs anybody. And I call over to the network and he's like, who are you? Have you ever done a show? I'm like, no, I never done a show. He goes, go to Arkansas and then go to Milwaukee and then go here. Go there. do some market stuff, yeah. He goes, call me in five years. Go, come on. Come Damn. On. He goes, you know what? He goes, I have your number. If anything comes up, I'll give you a call. And that was pretty much it. So, you know, the summer goes around. I don't hear back from anything. Um, you know, the, uh, you know, Thanksgiving comes around. I don't hear back anything. And all of a sudden, I just get a call out of the blue from the same guy. And he goes, hey, you still looking to do a show? I goes, oh, yeah, yeah, of course. He goes, I got Christmas Eve and Christmas for you, New Year's Eve and New Year's, yep. midnight to six. Yep. You want to drive out here to Vegas? We'll put you up in one of those crappy hotels, and um, and you can do the shows. <laughs> I didn't even know what I was doing. I didn't even bring headphones with me. Wow. I didn't know how to punch up callers. I The guy who told me I could do the show never introduced himself, never came to say hello to me. Yeah. I did the four shows, but that, that started. That so it's again it's better to be lucky than good you know what I mean so well, well, gotta fall into it right well, it's, it's being blessed and it's also being at the right place at the right time and when opportunity comes knocking open that door open the damn door and then, like my one of my favorite saying about life is I stay ready so I don't have to get ready. Right. Anybody could call me. This network could call me at 4.30 and say, can you be down there by 5? Yeah, I live 15 minutes up the street. Yep, I'm on. I'm ready. Yeah. Just give me the rundown. I've been watching sports all day. It's like, I mean, it's all I do. So when I look at the rundown, okay, I'm ready I'm ready to rock and roll. Speaking of, like, starting slow, I was trying to get at another big network. I'll say the mouse. Everybody knows what a mouse was. And I, I had a meeting with a guy one day. And we sat down in the conference room. And he goes, look, I can't hire you. I can't just give you a show. Look, I'm thinking I'm going to go in there and, and convince this guy <laughs> to give me a radio show. He's like, listen. 
I can't give you a show and all, but I've, I've listened to your podcast online. I listened to a few minutes. You're, you're, you're good. He goes, but you're a little edgy, and it's probably going to take you a little longer because I didn't have the shiny degree from the mass communications department at the big time. You <laughs> know, Syracuse, yeah, yeah, Syracuse, Missouri, Notre Dame, yeah, 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 you know, yeah. Vanderbilt, Northwestern, Michigan State, those, those schools. I didn't, I didn't have that. He goes, but. I want you to go down and talk to this guy. And there was a local network in Connecticut called Nutmeg TV, which is their Never locus. Exactly. Yeah. And most people have it. And I'm glad because that's where I started. I took their producer's <laughs> class. I paid $35 to take this producer's class. And then let me create VJ's Unsportsmanlike Conduct, which is a local access TV show that came on Thursday nights at 9 o'clock for an hour. Within four weeks, I was their number one rated show on their network, which how I. funny. Yeah, how yeah, funny. Yeah, yeah. In a town of 350,000 people. But I'm I proud of it. that. Because that's where I started. Well, there you go. So a little advice to the young people out there. Keep when going. opportunity knocks, yep. you open that door. And it, it, sometimes it doesn't knock for a while. Uh, maybe it doesn't knock when you're 20 or 25 yep. or 30 or 35. But uh, but keep at it. Right? And just say yes. Yeah. Just say yes. Don't yeah, just think. Just say yes. Just don't yeah, think. Just say just yes do it. Just and do figure it. it from there. Exactly. Just go do it. All right. We were looking at some quarterbacks, and we're talking about what kind of years they're going to have. Yeah. Um, you know, here's a team that some people thought were going to be at the bottom of the division. Some people still think they're going to be at the bottom of the division. Um, and they're going to be uh, probably one of the worst teams in the NFL. Yet again, they have a quarterback who is so dynamic, and I'm talking about Justin Fields, who last preseason game um, – what, through five yards downfield for 150 yards total? <laughs> yeah. Uh, and this guy is, I mean, he's a great runner also. I love this guy. Um, the more he plays, the more I, I just like his, him being dynamic. But I'm not so sure the Bears are really cut out. They're better defensively, that's for damn sure. Um, what do you think Justin Fields is going to do this year? What are you looking at him? I actually have some Justin Fields stuff in my 117. I think Justin Fields is going to be another 1,000-yard rusher. He'll become the second quarterback to do it in back-to-back years. Lamar Jackson did it in 19 and 20. And he's averaging 6'8". Uh, per carry in 7.1 last year. They had the number one rushing team in the league last year. And I think people are missing the boat on that also. So they can run the football. It's in their scheme. I know they switched some running backs around uh, in and out of there. But when you get a receiver yeah. like DJ Moore, Right, when you Who get had a, a touchdown big, exactly. on the first catch, but a that's guy, no preseason, but still it doesn't matter, man. Yeah. A guy that can go get sometimes, like my saying is sometimes, man, when a quarterback breaks the huddle and he's overlooking the defense and he's licking his fingers and he's looking around, he's got to be able to look left or right and see what I call a dude. A dude out there that can just go get you a third and 14, a second and 19. You know what I'm saying? Can just go. I'm going to put the ball in about a five-yard circumference, okay, in a square five-yard box. I need you to either go low, go left, go right, or leap up and just – we need you to get this one for me right now, big dog. This is what you get paid to big – this is why you got the new contract. You need that kind of guy. Every quarterback needs that kind of guy, unless you're Tom Brady, right? He's the only guy that had to do it without it. Even though when he had Randy Moss, he all he did was went out and threw 50 touchdown passes. 25 of them went to Randy Moss, right? So you get Randy Moss, that's what happens when you're that great. But Justin Fields has a guy. He's got a dude. But it's not a very just, good team, though, right? They're not Because uh, you got Minnesota. Detroit's supposed to be the sexy pick right now. And are we sleeping on Green Bay? I that is a, It's a pretty even division right now, if you ask me. I think Minnesota wins the division. I'm not buying Detroit like most people are, and that's simply because I call it the Kansas City Royal Syndrome. Please forgive me, all the fans in Kansas City. And they do. They did get the one World Series, but for most of my life, or the Cleveland Browns syndrome, for most of my sports life, I've never seen them win 
nothing. So why would I pick them to do it? They have to do it for me first before I'll say, okay, I think Detroit's a nice nine-win team possibly. I think right. Vegas has got them at eight and a half or nine and a half, or I believe eight and a half. So they think nine wins. That tells me Minnesota's going to win that division. Chicago and Green Bay, it's going to come down to two things. Justin Fields, Jordan Love. Simple. As simple as that, which quarterback plays better will be the better football team. I'll put my money on just on Justin Fields playing much better. Also, really quick on Justin Fields, people forget. Coming out of high school, guys, Justin Fields, we love Trevor Lawrence. They were 1A and 1B. They What they do in high school grading now, I'm not sure if you know this, Bernie, but they number one rated dual threat and then number one rated pocket passer. So it gives you two number one rated high school quarterbacks. That was him and Trevor Lawrence. All Trevor Lawrence did was beat him to the punch and sign him with Clemson. Clemson wanted him, too. Goes to Georgia, didn't work out. Georgia transfers to uh, Ohio State and then takes them to the playoff. He's been good for a very long time, Justin Fields has, and I think that continues. I like them at about eight or nine. I like them at about seven to nine wins because I think running the football and defense means still something today in the NFL. You know, when I was filming last Saturday with Jason Martin, we were doing boom or bust, and every name we came up with, we're like, eh, I don't know if I want to put him as a boom. I don't know if I want to put him as a bust yeah. right down the middle. One of those guys, the name you just mentioned, Jordan Love, yeah. you know, I I don't think he's going to go ahead and jump up as like one of the top ten quarterbacks, though I don't think he's going to be a complete failure um, like some people think he's going to be. They might not miss a beat with him all that much. I mean, what was Aaron Rodgers' record his last year with uh, with Green Bay? Were they eight and nine? Yeah. Well, his first year starting, they were six and ten. So, so he, I, he didn't come out as gangbusters. No, but I'll just go by the eight nine record because let's face it, Jordan Love's been on the team for a while, so he had a chance to learn. So is so is uh, um, you know obviously Rodgers. I mean. They could be an eight-win team, nine-win team, I, I maybe even a ten-win team. I I think he has a pretty decent to good year, but I don't think he's going to be a, a just a complete bust out there. You know, I don't think he'll be a complete bust. Listen, Aaron, this is what I love about football. We we know there's someone going two and fifteen, right? We know someone's going three and fourteen. It's just going to depend on who it is. The Raiders, right? And, and how it happens. I mean, but you know what? It could be. Or, honestly, the Raiders, if they get their act together, get their running back in the building, Garoppolo is serviceable. He's a, He can get you seven games. He can get you seven, oh, eight no, games. No, no, but get back to Jordan Love, though. Get yeah, back but, to Jordan. But with Jordan Love, yeah. uh, you know, I um, like you say, he's been there. I'm pulling for him because the guy, I think the kid, I think if you're, you're backing up Aaron Rodgers that long, Damn it, you better learn something. You, you got to have something in you. Or what were you doing, right? So I, right. I, I, I do think the Packers could probably finish last in that division just because I think Minnesota's still so good. I do like what the Lions are doing. And I'll take Justin Fields over Jordan Love if it comes down to those two quarterbacks determining who's going to have the better season between the Packers and the Bears. The VJ Husky, Arnie Spanier, brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Progressive makes bundling easy and affordable. Get a multi-policy discount. By combining your motorcycle, RV, boat, ATV, and more, all your protection in one place. Bundle and save at progressive.com. You know what? I'm going to force us to talk a little college football. A couple of thoughts on the college football playoff. Oh, no. I, no. Want, to get to, I want to get to some Michigan <laughs> stuff because I know you're a big time Michigan of course, fan. Of course. And we'll get to some games in week zero. So we'll get to all that coming up next right here on Fox Sports Radio.